just like that, I'm back. <laughs> if you were a longtime follower of the podcast, you know it has been a minute. From the blog, the podcast, and the vlog that I do with my husband. I guess you could say I took a hiatus from all of them for a minute as we took care of some things like, you know, moving into a new home and getting situated as well as accomplishing some of the things on my ridiculously long list. But this should be interesting because it's the very first podcast that I have recorded in my new office, which we are hoping will still have good quality despite the fact that I put my office into the loft of our new home. So you know what that means. There is no wall on one side. <laughs> so I'm a little concerned. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, here's hoping, right? Um, one thing I have done over this time is learn the value of self-care. As women, we have this tendency to take care of everything, and our lists grow ridiculously long, and we handle so many things, and we feel almost guilty if we want to do something for ourselves, almost guilty to take a break, or read a book, or take a nap, or something. And I noticed as I was finishing up 2020, that despite everything and all of that time that we were, you know, locked down, I still did not meet my reading goal for the year. Why? Because most of the books I've been reading lately are self-help. I'm not even taking time lately to just sit down and enjoy a book just because. So, 2021 is going to be different. We're not playing this game. You only have one life, therefore... Why feel guilty about taking care of you? If there are things you absolutely love doing, you should do them. What exactly are we waiting for? As someone once said to me, you can work for 50, 60 years, and then what, have maybe 10 or 11 of retirement to do what you want to do? Or you can do all of those things at the same time the things you enjoy, and the things you have to do. So what is it that you really enjoy that you haven't done in a while? And what's your excuse? Hmm? I want you to think about that and let me know on any of my social media platforms. Anyway, one of the books I've been reading lately, and I can't honestly tell you which one, because I'll be honest, I have a very bad habit of having two and three books open at any given time. One of them pointed something out that is sticking with me. Sometimes we look at someone and we envy something about them. We have these feelings of jealousy about them for whatever reason, and we have to understand that sometimes those feelings of envy are really us realizing our own missed potential. And what I mean by that is, you may envy the chick down the street's body and the way she seems to be really fit. Or you may envy 
the woman who has already achieved her master's degree or the woman who has an impeccable marriage that you just can't find any flaws in. What you're really doing, according to this book, is simply feeling the potential to have those things yourself, the opportunity to have those things yourself, but you don't. So you feel this envy instead of focusing on getting the things in your life that you want. If you desire a different physical form, what work are you doing for it? If you want your master's degree, are you pursuing it? Or are you just feeling anger towards her for actually going towards it? It gives you something to think about. Because despite how good and positive we try to be, at some point, quite a few of us have felt some type of feelings of envy towards someone else. But I'm not going to get all preachy today because, of course, I know you all came here to hear about different little things in reality TV and what's happening right now. So, jumping into that, today I'm recording this podcast on a Wednesday evening. So, of course, I know quite a few of you are very anxious to catch up on Married at First Sight tonight just for the train wreck that is Chris and Paige. If you're not familiar, Chris happens to be a train wreck in disguise. He seemed to some people like a really good choice in the beginning. For some reason, it didn't seem like a good choice to me, but whatever. I may be a little too cynical. But... First of all, he basically insulted her at the wedding because, you know, he's mumbling under his breath when he first sees her. Then he's expressing to her bridesmaids that she's really not his type. She's probably what he needs, but not what he wants. Uh Uh-huh, whatever. And then his father is not much better. Because his own father is basically telling her, keep in mind, this woman just married your son. His words of advice are how hard his, his son works and he needs someone positive and upbeat when he comes home. Don't nag him and, you know, fuss and blah, blah, blah. And basically he tells her to have sex a lot with his son. That's your advice? Really, dude, that, that's all you got? In between what seemed really creepy observations of her body from him, he just kept checking her out a lot, but okay. Anyway, her son, his, his son, on the other hand, you know, her new husband, is asking her questions about her sex drive and whether she's on any type of contraception and blah, blah, you just met her. Five seconds ago. But you're letting her know you have no issues with a honeymoon baby. Hmm. Yeah. Because according to everything we're finding out through all of the lovely gossip, rags, and social sites that dig deep into reality TV, it is going to come out, I do believe in tonight's episode, that Homeboy has a baby on the way. Now, his claim in the show is going to be 
He didn't know that his former fiance was pregnant when he came on the show. I've seen several allegations, and I stress allegations, that he knew when he came on this show and married poor Paige that his ex-fiancee was pregnant. He conveniently does not tell her this until after he is married to her. So I'm not really feeling any empathy for him. I know he's getting very upset on social media about how much he has been blasted and how many people are sending him angry messages and how they all want Paige to get a redo. At this point, I agree. You knew you were not about really getting married. I don't know what your real goal was, whether it was just to gain fame or just to be seen or whatever it was. It was definitely not to marry her. I don't know what it was, but we shall see. And I think we're all waiting to see how this plays out. And tonight is when some of those bombshells will drop. I can't help but feel for poor Paige because, Lord, he has already done some ridiculous crap. I mean, case in point. None of them are expected to consummate marriages because obviously they just met these people at the altar. However, should they choose to, that's their option, especially since they are legally married. Well, in this particular scenario, I guess they felt the option to do so was a good idea. And not only does this happen once, it apparently happens twice, the night of the wedding, the morning of the wedding morning after. And yet and still, this dude has the nerve to sit her down and tell her that he's not really attracted to her the next morning. Um, you didn't realize that when you were having sex with her? Because, I mean, I know that they say men can have sex with anyone. I've always kind of hoped that wasn't exactly true of all men. But I guess, Lord, I guess Chris is making it a little more obvious that it can happen. Because if you're claiming you're not attracted to her, exactly what were you doing with her? Just sewing some wild oats or something? I don't like this dude. Is it obvious? I'm trying. (sighs) Sometimes I watch these and I think, ah, maybe things will improve and I will start to see another side of them. I'm pretty sure that nothing's going to happen that's going to make me feel better about the way he is treating Paige. But we shall see. Moving on. Um, If you are a fan of Love and Marriage Huntsville, you are very familiar with Melody Holt and Martell Holt. And you're also aware that they are now getting a divorce. From my understanding, they're basically the ones who created the premise for the show, or at least she is. The show became a hit, but Martell allegedly, do I even have to say allegedly anymore? He was cheating a lot, and the information came to light, because you know women always have receipts, that he had been cheating for quite a number of years. When he was initially busted on the show, he begged, he pleaded, he tried to save his marriage. He even went to counseling. 
somewhere between that and filming for the next season, he, I guess, gets back with this woman. This woman is now allegedly pregnant for him. And Mel has had enough, and she's left. What I find interesting is that we can walk away from situations <clears throat> that are definitely not in our best interest. And a man can have treated us horribly for years and yet just not understand why we are no longer willing to continue to forgive, if that makes sense. Because he actually does not seem to understand why she would walk away, why she is giving up. Or as he mentions at one point, he really thought some of the older women in their lives would have talked some sense into her by now. And I kind of get where he's going there because some of our older generation does have a habit of telling us to pray about it and forgive. And I get they came from a different time and a different place. And in that time and place, a lot of things were accepted that we don't necessarily accept right now. I distinctly recall my granny, after my first marriage ended, telling me over and over how I should pray to get my husband back. And I should pray, and I should, and I'm like, granny, no, um, lady. Um, and you're trying to find a respectful way to say, why would I want to do that? Um, between the infidelity and everything else, why would I want to do that? Let him stay with the woman that, you know, whatever. I digress. My point is, this is a different time and there's different space. We don't necessarily want to keep the marriage regardless to whatever, meaning that it's just important to stay married forever. It doesn't matter what they do to you. It doesn't matter how they treat you. It doesn't matter what they put you through. No. Yes, marriage is supposed to last, and we are supposed to put in the work. That does not mean we accept all of the mistreatment whatsoever just to make it happen. Two different things. Two different things. So she has moved on with her life, and not only has she moved on and filed for divorce, it's like she's blossoming as she's doing so. In addition to love and marriage, she is now on a whole different show called Behind Every Man as the host. She's getting all kinds of gigs to do different interviews and magazines and just things are coming out of the woodwork. And if anything, what we can see from this is when one door closes, another door opens. Because basically it was time for her to step out of that situation and into where she needed to be. And I'm all for it because I'm all for women finding their own and stepping away from anything that is completely smothering and holding back their potential. You know? Oh my God. Y'all, did you see the drops yesterday that the best man is coming back as a limited series? I mean... How many of us were holding our breath waiting for the third installment? Because I knew I was, I was ready. I was very, very ready. And it was supposed to be years ago. Well, instead of just getting a third installment, we're getting a limited 10, I think, episode series. 
I don't know anything about Peacock. Apparently it's going to be on Peacock, so I have to find it. I don't know where that is, but I will find it. If I have to add it to my plan, I just have to add it. But <laughs> I will definitely be tuning in for the entire thing. I really kind of wish it was on something like Netflix so I could just binge it all at once. But uh, good things come to those who wait, right? Mm. Speaking of one, there was other, one other thing I really wanted to kind of touch on without really putting anyone's business completely out there. So I'm just going to say it like this. One of my best friends was having a tough day. And there are certain things that she's always said she was going to do. Certain goals, certain, you know. And she spoke to her husband about her tough day and all of that. She spoke to me. Somewhere during that phone call with him, he's like, enough. He gets off the phone. He calls me. He gets the information to get her started on one of these goals that she's talked about forever. And I'm very, very evasive because this is her story to announce, not mine. But my point with it was he made the first step to get her started on this goal, basically pushing her off the cliff. And I admit I could not have been more excited and more impressed I walked around grinning like a fool because, oh my God, he loves her, was my whole attitude. Of course he loves her, but I was just excited that not only does he love her, he supports her dreams, encourages her dreams, and gives her the necessary push when needed. Because we're all, when we're young, we're all about, oh, we need him to be this tall or this muscular or, oh my God, can he drive this kind of car or, we just don't necessarily think about the real life-altering things we need in a man. One of which is definitely someone who is supportive and encouraging of the things we want to do. I'm not saying that every stupid thing you come up with, dangerous or what have you, should be supported. But I am saying if you have dreams and you have goals and things like that, you do not want someone in your life that is constantly trying to dissuade you from doing them, tell you why you would not succeed at them, or any of that. You want someone who will not only talk you through it, help you make decisions, and give you the necessary push when needed right off that clip and get you started. So on that note, I hope you all have found someone or can find someone with those type of qualities in your life, men and women, to help you along the path. You know? Anyway, we are back. The podcast is back as of this week. The vlog is back as of Tuesday. If you don't watch our vlog, it's Diva and Her Dude on Facebook. And the blog Divitude blog will be back this week as well. So catch one, catch all three, whatever, and drop your thoughts on any of my social media platforms. They're all listed on the podcast. And let me know what you've been up to. 
I hope it's something interesting. I will talk to you all next week.